today on the Trend Out Loud podcast. I mean, that being said, you know, <laughs> I do like some French Canadian uh, girls. Don't get me wrong. What up? It's your boy Trend Out Loud and I'm back with another episode. Let's go. All right, y'all, I got a packed show for y'all today. I got a good show. I'm feeling good. I don't know why, but I started out the week a little bit low, a little lackadaisical, and I'm fired up. I'm feeling good, Um, and I hope y'all feeling good out there too, man. And if you're not, don't worry because goodness is always going to come after the badness. That's just how life is, man. All right, today's show <clears throat> we are going to talk about TJ Holmes and Amy Robach, uh, the couple that got fired from NBC. They have a new bod- a new podcast. We are going to discuss having work wives and work husbands, and if y'all are okay with that. Uh, then we are going to talk about Jonathan Major's court case and him telling his white girlfriend that he wishes that she was black. Has that ever happened to you? Then we're going to talk about Lakia and some comments that she made on her live about going out with some fake people or staying home and being bored. And then lastly, we're going to talk about Diddy. He has finally broken his silence. And I want to know from you guys, do you think that Diddy can recover from this or is it over for him? Strap in, get your popcorn, get your snacks. I'm about to start this show. Let's go. Do you approve of your spouse having a work wife or a work husband? Hell to the no. Not allowed in none of my relationships, and it will never be allowed in any of my relationships. TJ Holmes and Amy Robach, the couple that got fired from NBC for having a secret relationship at work, has broken their silence for the first time on their own podcast released today. Here's a clip. The folks who lost the jobs we love because we love each other. And that is bottom line. And that is why we are here now. A lot of you understand that life, love, marriage relationships can be messy. And usually are. I think Mm -hmm. in the end, all of us are always rooting for love. And it doesn't always happen when you want it to happen, where (laughs) you want it to happen. And it's undeniable when it's real. And it's something you have to navigate. And it's not easy. And anyone who's lived enough life, I think if they're really honest with themselves, can attest to the fact that relationships are hard. They're messy. They're not perfect. But we have fought for love. And... I can say that I've never been happier. I am with my best friend. I'm not going to get cheesy. We have gone through, I think it's fair to say, a year of hell. Whenever I hear headlines or clips from these two, it just makes me realize how right I am about not allowing any of this work wife, work boyfriend, work this No, 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 no. When you go and you say to somebody like, oh, this is my work husband or this is my work wife, that that leads to like like a pass to doing certain things, you know, like, oh, I brought this for you today or I brought that for you today. And and it it starts off sometimes probably um, endearing or just being nice to somebody. But then when it starts going to be like, actually, you know what? Like I said that I liked coffee in the morning with two sugars and my work husband always brings it in. And actually my husband at home doesn't do it. And when you have a relationship at home, you have a million other things. You have kids, you have bills, you have so many other things that, that could, that could, that could um, not prevent, but could get in the way of your husband or your wife doing things for you. So then when you find somebody at work, um, 
And, and that kind of relationship at work doesn't have all that baggage that you have at home. Yeah, it's so much easier for that person to bring you coffee or to remember about this or remember about that. So then these nice gestures starts getting to be to getting to your head. And you're like, actually, I never was really like sexually attracted to this person. But there are, they are really nice. And then it starts out going for a lunch date. Then it starts out, how about this? And how about that? And that's probably how TJ and Amy started their relationship. They had some drama at home. It was accepted for this work wife and work husband crap to be going on. Oh, it's starting out as friendly. And it's always the friend. It's always the homie. It's always the this. And it's either the, the girl preying on the man or the man preying on the girl. Somebody in the relationship likes the other person. They start doing all of these nice things for them, weighing on them. They, the other person confides in them. They find out the things that the other person's spouse is not doing and they look and do that more. No, 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 no. There'll be none of that stuff going on in any relationship that, that I'm involved in. Hell to the no. Um, let me know what you guys think about that. Um, if you guys, if you, any of you are married or in, in a serious relationship, um, are you okay with your partner having a quote unquote work wife or a work husband? Let me make something very clear. I'm not saying are, is your spouse allowed to have friends at work? Everybody has friends, but there's a difference when you classify somebody as your work hubby or your work wifey. They, they are doing things that are wife and husband related. And I don't mean sexual, but they're doing little things. They kind of look after each other. That's why they get those titles. And that's what I want to know if y'all are, are okay with. Let me know in the comment section below. Have you ever been in love with somebody and wish that they were a different race? Hell to the yes. And it sucks. It has definitely happened to me. During the Jonathan Majors trial today, it was revealed that one night uh, he was intoxicated and he was yelling um, at his girlfriend. Um, and he said to her that he wants her to be more like Michelle Obama and Coretta Scott King, uh, Martin Luther King's wife. Um, here's a clip. The jury heard a recording of Majors yelling at Jabari, calling himself a, quote, great man, and telling her he needed a woman like Michelle Obama. Prosecutors say Jabari's testimony paints a picture of systemic abuse by Majors that culminated with the events of March 25th, 2023 in Chelsea. Okay, that's actually wild to say to somebody. Um, I've been in a little bit of a similar situation where I was with somebody that wasn't a black girl, um, that... Parts of me uh, wish that she was a little bit more cultured, but I never said to her that I wish she was a black girl or I wish that she was like another person. Like, you can't say that to somebody. Um, so, like, I kind of understand where he's coming from a little bit. Um, but for me, it was a little bit deeper than just, like, I want you to be black or I want you to be white. Like, it wasn't surface like that. I just felt like there was things that I felt like she couldn't identify with with me um and it wasn't like surface things like we were able to like the same kind of music actually the same kind of food like that kind of surface level was okay with me um and i have spoken with some friends that dated out of their race and those things bothered them like they wanted a girl that you know liked the same foods or music or dance where it wasn't that it was more like the values for me i felt were were kind of different when you when you date outside your race there's something with, you know, a West Indian or a South American or like that, 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 those kind of similar cultures 
um, kind of like those third world countries, you know, those countries that come from, from poverty that you have some sort of like a, a different value system, I think. Um, and sorry if I'm, if I'm stereotyping, but that's the first thing that comes to mind. Like, I feel like people that are like Canadians or even some Americans, they have a different value system than, for example, for me, where my parents were born and raised in Jamaica. Like they didn't have running water. They didn't have electricity. Um, they, you know, they're born in the country. They're, they're you know, zinc houses. Like you, you, you raise, when you come from that level of, of poverty and when you come from that kind of conditions, you raise your kids and you instill different values in your kids than, than when you, you know, you're coming, you born, you're born in Canada. So for me, that was the difference. It was the values that the life values and our life goals, uh, were different. It wasn't so much just the color of her skin. Um, and for me, that's why I tend to date more cultured women, uh, versus, um, you know, a, a Canadian or American or somebody that, that, you know, their background, their heritage background, um, is not, um, is not, uh, you know, cemented in, in that kind of same kind of culture as mine. Um, I mean, that being said, you know, <laughs> I do like some French Canadian, uh, girls. Don't get me wrong, but, um, I'm talking about also, you know, like marriage and having children with somebody or, you know, getting into a serious, um, serious relationship. Then, I feel like that's when things kind of start getting serious for me. And then I look at different things. Like I tell my friends all the time, it's like I have different girls that I would date. And then there's different girls like that I would marry. That's, that's a difference for me. I have a, yeah, I have a certain standards or certain values that I'm looking for, for like dating, having a good time going out. Then, then, you know, once you cross that threshold, then you're like, Hey, there's a separate value system and a certain threshold that I would look for when I'm trying to get, when I want to get married um, or have kids. Anyways, let me know what you think in the comment section below. Have you ever, um, you know, been with a race outside of your, your race and you had no problems with it? Was it a value system? Was it a food thing? Was it just a culture thing? Was it, was it high level? Was it low level? Um, and then also let me know too, what you think about my, what I, what I just added there. Let let me know what you think about, um, about, uh, the difference of, you know, like a fun dating girlfriend and or a girlfriend that you, that you take a little bit more seriously. Let me know what you think in the comment section below. Would you rather be bored out of your mind at home? Or would you rather go out with fake people and have a good time? Yo, I'm going out, yo. I'm not staying at home. I hate being bored. Uh, Lakia jumped on her live um, and said this. I'd be bored out my motherfucking mind before I kick it with some fake hoes just to have fun. Bitch, never. Call me SpongeBob. It'll be me, a chip, a penny, and a napkin. Yo, I thought this was hilarious uh, when I saw it. But all jokes aside, um, I understand what she's saying about fake people and you rather just cut fake people out of your life. But instead of cutting them out of your life, you know, just keep them at bay. This is the, these are the type of friends that you go out to the club with. These are the type of friends that you go out to a party with. Um, and you don't let them that close into your life. They don't need to come over to your house. They don't need to come around your family. They don't need to be all up in your business, but they're just, they're your associates. Like, you know, they're fake. You know, you can't trust them. That's cool, but sometimes you need that homie. Uh, you know, when your other homies are out doing something, they're with their kids or with their girlfriends. You need some associates to go out and have fun with, uh, to have fun with, right? But fake people, uh, like DMX said, you got to trust a snake to be a snake. You got to trust a liar to be a liar. So fake people, you know, you keep them close enough for you that you have, 
you know, you have a good time. That's your club friend that you go out with, but you don't have to let them into your life because clearly from what the, the, what I just played for you from, um, from her live, you could tell that she was, she's been hurt by people like that. And that's why she doesn't like people like that around her. But let me know what you guys think. Do you ultimately like, yo, you know, somebody is fake. You want to have nothing to do with them. You're cutting them out. They're cutting them out your life. You're just done with them. Or are you like me where it's like, okay, he's not the coolest guy in the world. He's a little fake. He's a little extra, but whatever. He's a fun guy. He means well. He doesn't, you know, he ain't causing no harm to anybody. Yo, he's cool. We can hang out. He can come to the club. He could do whatever, blah, blah. But you don't have to let him into your tight circle. That That's that's how I do it, man. I have my tight circle of friends. Well, first I have my family. Then I have my tight circle of friends. And then I have my associates. And I don't let them, you know, I don't let those lines bleed. I keep them very segmented. So let me know what you guys do in the comment section below. Sean Diddy Combs has broken his silence. I want to know from you guys. Do you think it's over for Diddy or do you think he's going to recover? For me, I don't think that he's ever going to recover to to what he was in the past, but I definitely think that it's not over for him. Let me read to you uh, what he said today um, on his Instagram. It was the first time that he's made a comment since these alleg allegations came out. Um, and this is what he said. He posted this on his Instagram. Um, enough is enough. Uh, for the last couple of weeks, I have sat silently and watched people try to assassinate my character, destroy my reputation, and my legacy. Sickening allegations have been made against me by individuals looking for a quick payday. Let me be absolutely clear. I did not do any of the awful things being alleged. I will fight for my name, my family, and the truth. Sean Diddy Combs. I mean, listen... I understand the allegations against him. I understand this fourth allegation that has come against him. And they're all horrible. But the reason why I think that it's not totally over for him is because there hasn't been any criminal charges being laid. And until he has criminal charges and until he's been convicted in a court of law, I don't think it's over for him. He has enough money, he has enough influence to pay these people off and to spin this to make it seem, because we don't know, but to make it seem like these women just are out for a payday, et cetera, et cetera. Because, you know, he has the best publicists, he has the best, you know, people in the business to, to spin this back. And I feel like soon we're going to start seeing some, 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 and this is why he, he's put this out now. I think we're going to start seeing things from the other side and he's going to try to counter what some of these women are accusing him of. And that's when this, the, 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 the balance is going to start changing a little. But if there is actually ever a charge and he gets charged, then it's over for him. Like if he gets any charge whatsoever, we're, we're any of the four in the case, but if, and that's the same thing with, with, with Bill Cosby, right? When he had all these allegations of one woman, another woman, another woman, another woman, et cetera, et cetera. It's now when he, when he got charged, that's when it was over for um, Bill Cosby. Same thing with R. Kelly. R. Kelly, they had accusations with R. Kelly for, I think, 10 or 15 years. Then when he got tried in a court of law and he got found guilty, that's when it was over for him. He lost all his deals. He lost all his money. So um, unless we, unless we see, a charge somewhere, unless we see a conviction, um, unless we see him going to jail, um, I think that he's going to lay low. I think he's going to um, make some 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 countersuits 
to some of these girls. I think he's going to put out um, some things about some of these girls that had sent something to him and make them look bad, like how they're making him look bad. Um, and I don't think that it will be completely over for him. Let me know what you guys think in a comment section below. below. Um, th- just to be clear, I'm not talking about if he did it or if he didn't do it. That's not what a conversation is about. The conversation is about if you think he is going to return to the level where he was at before, the, his his level of stardom, or do you think it's completely over and we're not going to hear any more from Diddy? Let me know in the comment section below. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. It's your boy, Turn Out Loud. To signupexpert.com forward slash Trent. And then once you sign up for all betting apps and get all your bonuses and get all your rewards, go to your app store and download BetStamp and use promo code TOL.